Editorial Director at Digital Engineering Magazine, and welcome to the DE247 podcast. My guest today is Malcolm Panthaki, the Vice President of Analysis Solutions at Eris and also co-founder of the industry organization Revolution in Simulation. Uh, welcome to the program, Malcolm. Thanks for having me, Brian. Today, uh, we're, we're talking about your role in Revolution and Simulation and about some of the activities of that group. Uh, so if you could, to start out with, Malcolm, can you tell me about Revolution and Simulation, what its mission is, and what sorts of activities that the organization is involved in? Throughout the uh, 2000s, and especially into the 2010s, the democratization of simulation was becoming more prevalent. Experts were packaging simulation templates into a form that non-experts could easily and safely use. Now, in various discussions that I had during that time with both the NAFEMS organization as well as the ASSESS organization, it became clear to me, however, that neither was focused on bringing these new approaches and the newest technologies to the end users in a practical and comprehensive manner. That's when we decided, a small group of us, to create the online revolution and simulation platform. And in June 2018, it was officially launched at the NAFEMS CASE conference. We created informal partnerships with both NAFEMS and CASE. We felt like we were complementary to what they were doing and began working collaboratively with them to better serve this end user community. We also began working with software providers at the cutting edge of simulation technology. And many of these became the first set of founding sponsors of Revolution Simulation, or RevSim as we call it. Now RevSim has now become a curator of all of the resources that an end user community might need to take their simulation investments to the next level, to first learn about and then leverage various cutting edge approaches to simulation, to bring simulation's power to more to a broader set of people in their organizations. Mainly, we work with a set of volunteer moderators who are experts in their various fields to bring various useful topics and resources and make them available to our members. Articles, presentations, webinars and recordings, videos, and most importantly, a vast uh, trove of case studies. Many companies that offer cutting-edge simulation software and services have chosen to sponsor the RevSim community, and this helps to bring resources to the initiative, including expertise in various cutting-edge topics that are of interest to our membership. These resources and case studies are available free of charge to the members, and we are constantly updating uh, them on the site. We now have well over 4,000 members and followers on LinkedIn, and a steadily growing stream of traffic on the site with both new and returning visitors. The site averages 1,500 to 2,500 individual sessions a month, covering between 5,000 and 7,000 page views. We don't store these resources on the site, but quickly point users to their original location on the web. So that's some background on RevSim, what we do and why we exist. How is that mission evolving now um, that the group has you know, been around now for a few years? 
So while our initial focus revolved around the democratization of simulation and, of course, the underlying technology, technologies rather that make this possible, automation, easier access to high-performance computing, etc., we are now expanding the scope of what we cover to the newest and I'd say the most exciting uses of simulation. Things like uh, using AI and ML, additive manufacturing, generative design, digital twins, and an interesting addition that happened about a year, year and a half ago, the seamless integration of simulation data and processes into the enterprise digital threat platform, which is becoming more and more important to our user base. And most of these new topics require robust, accurate, and safe simulation automation. For example, you know, huge amounts of simulations are performed to train the algorithms that are required to make autonomous driving a reality. And none of this can really be done with manual simulation processes. So these uses of simulation are a very natural extension of the whole democratization scope that we originally had, because democratization, of course, required simulation automation. And as we see the membership growing and the list of topics being covered growing, it becomes more important for us to effectively collaborate with other organizations such as yourselves, such as digital engineering. This allows us then collectively to, in my opinion, better serve the community of simulation users that are eager to leverage simulation to the hilt, which is for them now an important competitive advantage and has hence been receiving greater levels of C-level attention in the last few years. How, uh, you know, how is the group sort of incorporating these additional technology and application areas into its activities um, around simulation? Are, are there going to be, you know, sort of what can we expect moving forward now um, as you sort of expanded the vision of the group? I think more of the same in the sense that as we've done in the past, we identified particular cutting edge topics that are of importance to the simulation community as a whole. And then through and with moderators, these are experts who have uh, volunteered their time to the initiative, collected resources of all sorts to make it easy for our customer base to learn more about the topic areas and to find the resources that they need, including the software and the service providers that can help them uh, deploy these technologies within their organizations and leverage them. We will see more of that. So in these new areas, uh, for example, uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning, it's becoming increasingly an important part of design and engineering processes. And we will focus more on not just finding the resources, finding the experts to help guide the area and curate those resources, finding uh, companies that are new startup companies, for example, that are bringing these sorts of capabilities to the market and to work with all of these different stakeholders, including organizations like uh, uh, digital engineering to bring to our users all the knowledge they need to implement these new uh, and exciting ways to leverage simulation. Hmm. 
Uh, for the folks listening to this, you know, how can they get involved with RevSim, and what can they expect if they sign up or they become members? So, you know, getting involved is is quite easy. It's just go to rev-sim.org. You could also type in revolutioninsimulation.org and sign up as a member. It would take you no more than a minute, literally a minute, and would then provide you with free access to all of the resources, the case studies, the webinar recordings on the site. Uh, we won't be bombarding you with, with uh, too much mail. We'll send you a newsletter each quarter with the latest information to help you leverage the site better. You could also follow Revolution in Simulation on LinkedIn, where we do you know, regularly highlight the latest resources on the site and upcoming webinars and events of interest. With our new focus areas and expanded scope, you know, we continue to bring the latest technologies to our growing membership. You can visit the site, browse all of the resources there that we've gathered for you to leverage. And you know, just as an example, in, in this new area of focus, which is artificial intelligence and machine learning, uh, we've been collecting various resources over the last year or so. And as a result of this initiative, our newest sponsor is a company called Neural Concept. They're small, they're new, they're really making a splash in the, in the simulation world and are excited to bring their cutting edge AI and ML technologies to this community, which, you know, this usage and this approach to simulation is indeed the future of simulation, in my opinion. Right. And, and uh, for listeners, we'll include all those links on the site. Uh, you'll be able to get to those very easily. Uh, just out of curiosity, um, for folks who might want to meet in person, are you going to be at some industry events coming up soon? Yes, very much so. Uh, in fact, I'm looking forward to meeting you once again at the NAFEMS World Congress in May. At that uh, NAFEMS World Congress, I'll be conducting a workshop on the RevSim initiative, uh, and we'll be working with a few of our sponsors and end users to help make that workshop more useful and lively. Great, great. And I, I look forward to being there as well. That's in uh, Tampa this May. Uh, well, thank you very much for your time today, Malcolm. Well, thank you, Brian, for uh, helping to bring RevSim to the attention of your pretty vast uh, membership. I look forward to continuing to expand our collaborative efforts. We do too. And uh, for you listening, thank you again for joining us. And we'll talk to you next time on the DE 24-7 podcast.